Hello guys, Bernardo Tavolaro, True Talk BJJ, uh, another episode, today we're by myself one more time, I'm, I think I'm going to start calling people out to be my co-host sometimes when Nick or I don't have a guest, you know, so we can uh, have someone <laughs> help me out with the conversation, you know, but today's subject is bell promotions, bell change, graduation, whatever you guys want to say. And um, um, like I always start my episodes is I, I don't think there's a right or wrong way. You know, I think each person and each professor is capable of giving the belts the way they want, you know, it's, if they don't care how the students represent, if you're super tough and you want your student to be the best in the world and you take a long time to give belts away, it's where you do, you know, and, um, it is what it is. There's people that take a long time. There's people that give it them really fast. There's a few people that do tests. There's people that just you know, see by titles and things like that. And that's one of a few of the subjects uh, that I'm going to talk to. Um, I'll ask the people that are on the live, if you want to sh- send me questions and things like that, do it because I'll be talking to you guys more than, and by myself. So, um, thank you, um, for being on the live, uh, so what's the the graduation right like like the whole thing is there's a lot of different like i was saying there's a lot of different uh ways that people give belts away right the most the most common i think that people think or give belts away and people at least the at least on the gyms i think it's the most common right now it's because jiu-jitsu became such a uh, a sport thing that is more of a competition. And like, how you say? It's like a normal people every day. A person that just goes in and um, train every day, just jiu-jitsu just for the fun, right? And how I see it is is this, right? Each person, my opinion about graduation, right? Uh, each person deserves the belt on depending what they want from jiu-jitsu, right? For example, you can't compare someone that wants to be a world champion in all the belts and live out of jiu-jitsu, you know, make a living out of, of jiu-jitsu and competing and training like as many hours as he can. That's pretty much the first thing that he does and everything and you give him the same belt as fast or as slow as somebody else right the guy that wants to become a competitor or wants to be a competitor or a jiu-jitsu fighter it's of course he's he's gonna be seen and graduated for his achievements pretty much you know i think the achievements will help him to get his belts or not right of course if the guy goes in and he competes and he's a world champion uh, 
90% chance he's going to, of course, he's going to change belts, you know, because like you don't expect the guy to be like Pan Ams or Nationals and win a bunch of titles and or even lose over here and over there and always be on the podium and gets two worlds and win worlds and next year he comes back on the same belt, you know. I don't think that's, I don't think anybody expect that. And IBJJF before they didn't have limitations, but now if the person's a, it's a, it's a, it's a world champion, I think he can change belts, you know, but there's a few belts, I think blue belt, it's a year and a half and purple belt's a year and a half and brown belt's only one year to the black belt, but there's a limit, right? Before it didn't have it, but I don't know. The, uh, I think that for you, they're a competitor. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's a, a lot of the times you have to base yourself from your achievements and things like that. But at the same time, your teacher know what's best for you, right? I've seen guys at the gym and from our team, right, that uh, would get would not do so well on the belt. He always, like, be doing okay, but then he would change, Leo would give him belts and Leo would be like, man, and the kid would do way better on the next belt, right? And sometimes the game, you know, sometimes the evolution of the game where the person's not doing well on that belt uh, collar because the way that people fight and the experience of the fighters and everything, I think now it changed a little bit more. There's, It's a little bit more professional, but still, that you have to take that in consideration, right? You have to take into consideration that in the end, your teacher knows better than anything else, than titles, right? Because sometimes the guy's really good, really technical, and he knows more jiu-jitsu than a lot of people, but he's a purple belt. So only because he couldn't fight or he couldn't win the tournament, he changed belts, you know? For There's one example uh, of that, right? There's, uh, I don't know, you guys that follow jiu-jitsu, but uh, 2000 and Fernando Vieira is this guy's from Manaus. Uh, he won... Uh, 2003, I think he won Worlds, and there's to the, have this other federation in Brazil. He won the World Cup on that blue belt, I think featherweight, if I'm not mistaken. And next year, um, I forgot his teacher's name. It's a carioca, something carioca. I forgot his name, but. Gave him the black belt, right? Next year, he came to compete at Worlds as a black belt, and he won. You know, so it's like, what are you going to do? There's nothing you can do. The guy went over there, won whatever he needed to win, and freaking did what he needed to do, you know? And he got it. He freaking did his homework, went over there and won. And so from one year for the other, he he changed belts and he won worlds. And both, blue belt one year, black belt the other year. So it's like your teachers still know who you hang with, you know? I think nowadays it's a little bit harder, not saying that it wasn't, it wasn't harder, you know, like that year. But, man, it's amazing. Something like that happened. It's really, really, really amazing. Um, so... You know, you never know. You never know who the guy is. Maybe the U teacher see that if you go for the black belt, you're going to get it, you know. Competitors, 
most of the time if they get their belt and they didn't do so well, they'll probably they're a little bit different than normal people, you know. They're like they got a little upset and everything and they think they don't deserve it. The common person normally like if they get the belt, they get happy and they get all like, "Oh yeah, I got a new belt and everything." Cuz you know, they think they deserve it or they think they're putting in the hours and everything, you know. So they in inside of them, they don't compare themselves to the competitors, you know. So for them, it's a little bit more of a, like like an easy road because they don't really care, you know. They just like they they just want to be not be over there and achieve the black belt word, whatever belt they want to achieve, you know. And in the end of the day, man, it's how much you know jujitsu that really matters, you know. And that comes to the to the point that another thing that I want to talk about is. Like people that, uh, how you say that they they give belts or they do like belt tests, you know, it's kind of weird for me. It's it's the only situation that I think it's weird. You know, if your teacher give your belt really fast or not, it's like he's basing himself on how many hours the guys do, what he does in the gym. You know, it's like I completely respect belt tests. I think it's a little bit weird because if you study. It's like any test, right? It's like, it's not that you know. You're just going to know that, you know, it's like, it's like you're going to know whatever you need to know to just change belts. It's not that you're going to put the hours to know every other things and details and everything, you know? If you know what the test is going to be and what's going to have on the test, that's pretty much where you're going to study, you know? And and, and I think you limit your jiu-jitsu. That's the problem right because in the end it's like if you have your belt yeah but like how much jiu-jitsu you know you know and so i I don't know it's one of the few things that i don't agree with the test right it's like belt tests i think i think it's weird but whatever it's your gym you do whatever you guys want you know it's like my opinion um i'll never do it I don't, I don't agree. I think every day proves more than a test or a competition. In the end of the day, you know, it's like where you do in the gym and where you expect from jujitsu as a jujitsu lover, competitor, whatever you want to be, you know. Um, but there's different schools that do different things. You know, there's like high level schools that that give belts away fast. There's Normally, it's like pretty much like have the same time and you can see, but you can see by the competitors, right? It's like, even if you don't from one gym or the other, you can always see like, oh, that competitor over there and that guy, they always been together. And I remember like my time when it was like, when I was going, it's like the same belts that I'll have, like other guys will have, you know, and like one or other guy will like win worlds and like get the belt right away or then, you know, but the next year I'll be in the same belt and the person stays. So it was like. You know, they're, they're like a year, a few of the guys are like a year ahead of me on the belt or something like that, you know, it's like, but I never worried about my belt, you know, I was, I was always worried about learning and knowing jiu-jitsu more than anything, you know, so I, I never really compare myself. I think that's another thing that people need to understand is you can compare yourself as in how you, um, get your belt you know because man like back in the day right like there's a bunch of stories that when first jiu-jitsu started coming to america when it started getting a little bit more over here you know there's people that 
people joke around that they graduated on the plane. You know, it's like they got here and they were like two belts ahead. They left Brazil, they're like a purple belt. Once they get here, they're like a black belt, you know, like on the 90s or something. But again, it's like it was enough, I think, to fool people around, you know. Nowadays, it's a little bit harder. And I think nowadays people expect more of what you need to do and what you need to achieve to get a, a black belt pretty much, right? Because all, all the other belts, it, it's like everybody, a lot of people get it and everything, but the ultimate goal for a lot, a lot of people will be the black belt, right? And there's a few things that it's crazy, right? There's this one thing in Brazil, there's, there's two schools, right, in Brazil, in Sao Paulo pretty much, that they do this, they call the samurai test, right? <laughs> and... I, I think it's freaking weird. Is this like if you if your name's on the list, you're a brown belt and you're gonna get your black belt. For you to get your black belt, you need to go through this um the samurai test, what they call. And the guys like punch you with gloves and you have to just support and stand the beating. They give you like a thousand takedowns and you need to be like a dummy and they speak pepper spray in the room people in the restroom and they spray everybody and everybody has to be over there and still do it then they like comes with freaking like tasers and tase you and you can't quit and things like that and i'm like i don't know i think it's weird you know it's like it's at one point i understand it's like oh they want the black belt person that gets the black belt to be like a tough person but on the other hand is like Man, there's there's guys that are white belt that they could grow through these better than anybody else. And they're not black belts, you know? And there's guys that over there, they're black belts that don't know jujitsu enough to be a black belt. Or they're horrible, you know? And so it's it's kind of weird. You know, I think it became more of a tradition back in the days in the nineties in Sao Paulo and people would just be like beating up, you know, they want to like guys to be super tough and like be like have something that's like different you know it would be like super hard on them to get the belts but i don't know I, I think it's super weird you know and and i understand because there's this one guy that's from our team now right and when he was a brown belt and he was a brown belt for two years at this the other team and he moved from that team to our team to check Matt Braza at a time um, because he he was scared of doing the samurai test you know and 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 I tell you this he didn't deserve the black belt for the, he doesn't know a lot of jiu-jitsu he got better after but still at the time and man if you're fucking scared so you, you're gonna switch teams because you're scared of a test that they, they, your team have it, it's like, you know, it's like, man, that's weak. It's really weak, you know. It's like you spend your whole life training on that team and being part of that group, and because you're scared of something, you're going to move away to get a belt. You know, so that's like, eh, maybe they're right. You know, it's like natural selection, but still, I don't agree because it doesn't prove that you're a black belt or not, you know. But you have to understand that this gets kind of weird, too, because a couple of years, not a couple of years ago, more than a few years ago, he lied to, like, how many degrees he got on his black belt, right? Like, he 
he cheated on one year like earlier to get a, a degree on a black belt like a year earlier and it's like man why the hell are you cheating on a freaking like <laughs> on on your on how many degrees you have on your black belt you know it's like what's the difference of one year two years in your black belt so it's it's not gonna make you nothing it's not gonna make a difference you know the only the only degree that makes a difference is the second that you can promote people to black belt that's it but this kid is a freaking exception you know it's like two things that he did they're different but at the same time it shows his like the way he is right so I don't know. It's kind of weird for me that you lie about something like that just for the graduation, even after the black belt, you know. And uh, there's people that have the uh, you know that 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 they have their belts and they compare themselves and. I don't know, man. That that's super weird too for me because a few guys, or even in the gym, you know, it's like someone gets a black belt and it's an older guy, and their people are like, "Ah, man, this guy's not really a black belt." Or even other people that just do jujitsu for fun, right? It's like someone gets graduated for a black belt, and they're like, "Man, why this guy's getting a black belt?" And it's like a blue belt or like a purple belt that's a super good competitor comes and kills these guys that are like higher belts. But people need to understand that is this. It's like. Man, if, if if you're competing, because I I been you know now I'm the I'm the old guy that like the master guy that trains on the competition team sometimes, and I have to tell the boys like, hey, slow the fuck down, you know, it's like I'm old, and I try my best and everything, but sometimes, man, it's like it doesn't matter who it is, you know, it's like there's there's some there kids are flying, you know, and I understand it's a different rhythm. It's a different, like, go and go and, like, the way they roll, you know, it's like, oh, they really want, and it's like every training needs to be as hard as they can and more technical as they can, and they need to just freaking go, 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 you know? And I was like that once. I was like, I was the blue belt, purple belt, brown belt, that would freaking just roll anybody and try to put, you know, go as hard as I could, at, like, against everybody, and it's a natural thing, you know? It's like... You comp- you competitor, so it's like you pretty much like have a different rhythm and a different training style, you know, than a person that just goes for fun. Now I just go over there and roll for fun and to help people out, try to help people out, you know, rolling with them. But you know, some some people freaking compare themselves They're like, man, you can't. You know, you can't be comparing yourself to other people, what people achieved or not. Because there's different things, right? Like for example, um, Ruben Charles, Cobrinha. Man, before Black Belt, he never had won Worlds. He never won like a major tournament in the from CBJJ or IBJJF, whatever. And once he got to Black Belt, he won like first Worlds, he lost second fight. Then second year he won, he won and freaking won everything. And everybody's like, whoa, who the hell is this guy? You know? Brown Belt, he was going to Kill, he was killing it on the semifinal. He went and he did a illegal move, illegal takedown at the time. He did it like a, a, a like a scissor takedown and he got disqualified. And he was beating the kid for like 18 to 0, something like that. Then he got disqualified and the kid went to the finals, won, you know, um, won the worlds as Brown Belt. 
But besides that, he never did it. Then he got to the black belt. Man, look what he did. You know, it's like the guy. It's like on in history. It's like I think what he did a couple of years ago was is thirty seven years old win the Grand Slam. It's probably one of the hardest thing to do, right? Because for you to be at thirty seven years old, this is like master two, you know, and you still win every single tournament. Whew, that's crazy, you know. But it didn't prove anything. He never proven anything on the other belts, you know. And in the opposite hand, there's guys on our team. They were amazing in every single belt. Now the kid has his own team. He's in Abu Dhabi and everything. He's a good example. And it's like he he won every single thing, nationals and worlds when they, all in Brazil, right? Like both federations that we had at the time. And he won everything, everything. And, and every single belt, blue, purple, brown twice, I think. When he got to the black belt, man, it it, it, it kind of like, I don't know, it's so weird because he was so, he still is. He's like, he knows a lot of jiu-jitsu, super technical kid. And he was at the black belt too. Like nothing had changed, you know, besides the color of his belt. And man, he's like, never won everything on black belt. He went to compete a couple of times and it's like Europeans and those kind of things. And he like tried to change weight classes and things like that. And I don't know. He's just, he couldn't be the same fighter anymore, you know, because of, of a belt, of a, like a collar of his belt, you know? And so you don't know, you never know if it's like, is it, is it, it was too early? Was it too late? So like he won too much and the pressure. So you never know, never going to know, you know, even when people say this, like, oh, this kid over there, he's going to kill everybody, you know, like they're, they're talking about that, that kid from Manaus, uh, oh my God, what's his name? Uh, Galvão, his last name is Galvão, and the kid's amazing, yeah, but the kid's a juvenile, he's fighting against juvenile kids and adults there are blue belts. So the public, when you're a blue belt, you know, there's a handful of people that want to be a professional jiu-jitsu fighter, you know. Everybody else is doing their own little thing, living their life, you know, and, like, doing their thing. And, you know, and this Mika Galvão's like, training since he's, like, two years old every day. That's the only thing he does. So, again, it's like, of course, he's probably rolled with black belts and beat black belts up, you know. It's like, so it's like, it's like how... How do you expect that? It's like, again, it's like, it's not your belt. You can't compare yourself to anyone. You know, it's like your belt, it's your belt. Or, you know, you're, you know, if it sounds corny and like, you know, like everybody says, but it, it's the reality. It's like, it's your journey in jiu-jitsu. It's, it is what it is. And it's like, how long are you going to take for your belt? And, and that's why I don't agree with the testing, you know, it's like because it needs to be super individual because sometimes you involve in one belt more than the other, you know, and that's one of the reasons I think testing, it's kind of weird, you know, because you need to know five submissions from side control, three sweeps from half guard, close guard, this and that and whatever, you know, it's like you learn and you keep knowing those positions and you do it when it comes to the test and you win, but it didn't really evolve. You didn't create a game. You didn't, you know, you didn't, you didn't win anywhere, you know? 
and a lot of the questions people are like, oh, what's the timing? There's a right timing and everything. And I think I, I agree like this, right? For for a person that comes in and who walks into the gym, that's how I think. And the guy comes three times a week, you know, only night classes because he works, have a family. So that's like his stress relief. That's his passion over there, jujitsu. You know, sometimes maybe he'll compete or not, but he doesn't really, you know, he, he can't really do everyday kind of jujitsu or even the guys that come every day, you know, but that's not his sport. He's not going to make a living. He's not going to open a gym. Man, if they stay like at the most like two years on the belt, I think that's enough, like a year and a half, you know, and and that's enough. I think on, on on every belt, maybe a little bit more on brow belt. And there's people that do the opposite. You know, there's people that consider being the white belt and the blue belt, the belt that you need to hold more people, even if they're competitors, right? Then you let them go. Or even sometimes there's even like the timing, right? For the person, like the person needs to, to get that belt because it's like, He's in the in the phase of his life or something. So, so it's like it's really personal how you get your belt, you know. And I I seen people, uh, like Kaiuteha for example, right? Like he gave his this. It's okay because it's the most stupid one of the most stupid videos I've seen, and he cries about it. But whatever, you know. It's so oh my god, I'm not his biggest fan as a person, but Jujitsu, he's amazing. Um. Kyle Teha tells him like how he was, where he's like he he went to brown belt and he lost the worlds or some competition, and his teacher still went over there and gave him the belt. And again, it's just like it doesn't mean only because he won or he lost. It's like he didn't deserve the belt, you know. And there's that's why I can understand. It's like your journey and how much you know jujitsu is the most important thing, you know, and why and what you do jujitsu for, you know. There's people out there, man, that are fake, fake black belts, you know? There, there's people that lie about, like, like that guy, like fucking lie about degrees on the on your belt. The degrees is just say it's one thing. After the second degree, it's just like, oh, you stayed alive. Good for you. You know, it's like, oh, you got six years as a black belt. Good for you. Now you can give someone a black belt. But besides that, all the other degrees, it's all lie, right? There's, there's this guy that used to be from Checkmat, this older guy. There's pictures of him. As a purple belt, same time as Leozinho, right? Leo got his black belt in 1996. The guy says that he got to 1994 or 95, his black belt. And like a couple of weeks ago, he showed up and he was like graduated as a like coral belt. And it's missing like, I don't know, like six, seven years of his life to like to get a, a freaking coral belt it's like why the hell are you gonna lie it's like you know it's like why the hell you want a coral belt for what for what reason but that happens a lot you know there's like there's people that lie and they put belts on their belt and hands of grace to say it better you know it's like your belt covers two inches of your ass you know where you know about jujitsu and you know about fighting that's what's gonna cover the rest of your over your ass you know it's like you need to know you need to back it up and so again, 
your teacher know what's best for you. You know, there's, I, I understand there's people that move, like change teams and stuff like that because of like, oh, I didn't get my bell and this guy didn't want to give him the bell and blah, blah, blah. And I think it's unfair because I roll with that guy and that guy beats me up. It's like, man, the guy is 47 years old. Been doing jiu-jitsu for eight years. For the last year, he'd been coming as much as he can. You know, he'd be putting up time. It's like, you know, and you've been doing jiu-jitsu for four years. You know, it's like you've been half of his journey and you're the same belt he is, you know. It's like you already achieved more because you're you'll be going faster than he is, you know. And another question that people sometimes they ask, it's like, what's the fast time to black belt, right? And it's like, oh, okay. That's a good question right here. Okay. Um, two questions. Like one, it's how do I feel about the Gracie Baja giving promotions based on attendance? I don't know. It, it's like I said, it's like, I think based on the tendency or like what the person does or not i can understand for normal students and people that don't want to leave it on jujitsu and things like that maybe you know it depends on like how many hours the guy comes in and he learns and things like that but i'm kind of against it you know anything that's like counting numbers or how long is the guy came to the gym how many times you know it's like man Again, different people do different things. You know, it's like, man, some guys, be, like I said, some guys been doing eight years of jiu-jitsu and the guy's still purple belt. Then he moves to your team. You know, he gets to your gym. And he's like, man, I'll be on and off. You know, and he tells you a story. And then, like, you can see that that guy's, like, trying. And he's coming, like, three, four times a week. He comes to open roles and he tries to compete and he does everything. He's doing his best. You can expect that guy to do more, you know? But at the same time, if you only count attendances, it's like the guy can come to the gym only to roll. Doesn't want to learn anything, you know. And I seen and I had teammates like that, and and the guy does one position or like two positions. That's it. And he only comes to roll because he doesn't care. He doesn't care about learning. He doesn't listen to anyone, you know. He didn't barely does position. He just wants to come, sweat, and go home. He's not gonna evolve, you know. It's like, I don't think it's fair. That guy. I think that's that, that guy can come every day. If somebody else come twice a week and he tries his best to evolve, to do everything he can, I think that guy maybe deserves the belt even faster than the other guy, you know, or at the same time, or like I said, like sometimes a guy be doing jiu-jitsu for three years, four years, and he got his purple belt. And there's a guy that be doing jiu-jitsu for eight years and he's not as good, but man, he's does what he can, you know, it's like people are limited sometimes physically. Sometimes mentally, if you teach, you teachers out there know what I'm talking about, you know. There's some people over there that are just hard to learn. They're just, they, they you know, different people have different um, learning skills, you know, even for school. Some people are visual. Some people need to be, they need to do repetitions and things like that, you know. So you, you can't, it, it's too personal, I think, to just write things on paper and things like that, you know. Kids, yeah. I understand because kids now they have like different stripes and things like that. They start super young and a lot of the kids after some age, they're going to stop and do something else, you know? So kids is a little bit more like you can expect the two years old, five years old to be like perfect doing position, things like that. If they learn the little basics and stuff and they just come all the time and you give them the little degrees on the belt and things and it's like, 
yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's not going to hurt you. No one's going to be like, oh, that five years old is not really a gray belt, you know? Adult, I think it's a little bit more personal, you know? It's like people are thinking they want to make it more commercialized and give degrees and things like that. And I completely understand, right? But if you think about it, if you give one degree every six months, right? In two years, if the guy deserves a little bit, he will have his he will change his belt. If it goes better, you can give his belt faster, right? And that's good enough. It still mo- motivates the guy. It's still kind of commercialized. But man, if in two years... The guy that's coming and he's doing like a tennis, it's pretty decent three times a week or something like that. That's enough, man. Again, you can, you can, you can help, you know, you can, you can expect for a guy that's like a dad that has a kid, you know, that works and do all that stuff to, to, to have like in two years, you can't change his belt. You know, it's like, man, it's not going to change his life. He's probably going to compete probably like master three or whatever master two and it's not going to change his life you know and sometimes people they do this right for example second question how long did it take damian maya to get his black belt damian maya got his black belt, i think four and a half years four years or something like that but you can't compare yourself to black belt with damian maya one damian maya is really good at jiu-jitsu Right, so he probably got some 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 mentally in his learning. It was it was fast, but you have to understand this. When he was a white belt, he was already living with Lel, Tedere, Lel Negon, and a few other guys on a house, and that was the only thing he was doing, training jujitsu. So you can't expect someone to have such a high training teachers and people around him, and he's putting so many hours. He'll get his belt. He got his blue belt probably in like five months. You know, then one year he gets his purple. One year he gets his brown. Two years he gets his black belt. So it's like well, not a year and a half, you know, and it's like in more hours and hours and hours and the higher the belt it is, it's easier for him to catch. And when he starts learning and seeing stuff, the faster he goes. Like that kid, Fernando Vieira, like in one year he went from winning the world as a blue belt and the next year he won as a black belt. It was probably anticipation. The story that they told me is his teacher taught IBJJF or someone told him from CBJJ that the world's were going to come to America in 2005. So he was like, man, this is the opportunity. The only way that he, they will get a visa and stuff like that if they're black belts. So he promotes a bunch of his students to a higher belt. You know, so if something happened, they could go and freaking compete in America. So that's one of the reasons that he got so fast. Uh, what another example? Vitor Shaolin went from juvenile blue belt to black belt uh, three years and a half, I think. Again, he was already training. Vitor Shaolin is known, right, to to be a guy that put a lot of hours training a lot and a lot of hours you know and the guy became a legend of the sport too and it was like everybody would say that that he would train a lot and a lot and a lot so you know it's like you can't compare time and it's 
you know, like how what people do with their career with you. You know, it's like Demi Maia from White Belt. He know he wanted to be a fighter, and he was living with fighters and only training, and that's the only thing he did. You know, so like you can't have a half time job, train only once a day. Because man, when I was a when I was a blue belt, purple belt, even brown belt, I was training two trainings of jujitsu and one physical training every day, you know, blue belt every day, purple belt. Yeah. For some years, then I started training, um, MMA. So at night, the second trainer jiu-jitsu normally do like some striking or something like that, but still I'll train MMA before train the jiu-jitsu training, then go rest and, but everybody delivered the house or me and other five guys were, that's the only thing we did too. You know? So like since blue belt, when I moved from my hometown to turn you to today, that's the only thing I did, you know? And you can't expect that you, you can't expect, and you can't measure someone jujitsu from that kind of level or what they achieve and how long, you know, it's like, um, what like Kit Dale, right? Super nice guy good at jiu-jitsu and everything and he sells and i understand that's his marketing and everything he sells like oh, a dvd or something like that like a secret to get your black belt in like four years or under or something like that man you can't sell something like that it's like the way he learned jiu-jitsu how many hours he did you know at least for the for, for how i follow him and i know him as a person man he was he was doing everything just to get his black belt as fast as he can you know and maybe the way he learned it's not the way that 90% of the people are going to learn, you know, because again, there's people that learn different ways. So you can expect someone to have the same learning skills or, you know, learning time that you do. So I think it's kind of, I understand he's selling his thing, you know, talking about selling, uh, have a DVD, chubby guys passing on BJJ fanatics, you know, let's try to sell my DVD too. Uh, and, um, so I don't know. You you can't compare people and what he did. Like for, again, from white belt, blue belt, he already won to compete. He won a few things, but he never succeeded. I think the best thing he did were roads, where it was a quarters or a semi, in black belt. You know, then he started doing movies and things like that. But I think the way that his personality is, at least what what it seems like, is uh, he's the kind of guy that like once 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 he started doing something. He gets so into it, then he just do hours and hours and hours and hours of that thing until he's really good at it. Then once he achieves what he wants, he moves to something else. You know, so I think like when he got to black belt and he saw it's going to be a little bit harder or anything like that, then he was like, well, okay, I'll do something else. Then he was like, moved on, you know, and started doing something else and went to do whatever he wanted to do and, and moved on, you know, and... I don't know now, but he still trains. He too, I think, I don't know if he's training. I know he's living in LA, but he was like moving his like movie career and everything. Best luck of him. You know, hopefully he'll, he'll make it. You know, it's like, it would be amazing to have someone jiu-jitsu recording and doing stuff on, on the scene, you know, grow the sport. But again, you, you can't compare yourself the way the method that he uses. It, it's going to, it's not guaranteed. That it's going to work for you. You know, that's why there is, different people that teach the same position and you learn from one guy and for the other guy you don't you know and uh, what else let's see what i got here hmm yeah 
Another question that people were like, what's more important, titled or knowledge? To change belts, right? I think it's, again, it depends on what you want your student to be and what the student want from jiu-jitsu, right? If you're going to see titles, yeah, man. You know, it's like, again, if the guy's chasing titles and he wants to be a world champion, of course, he's going to get the belt probably faster or sometimes not as fast as somebody else. You understand? Because if you expect that guy to be a world champion on the purple belt, the first year he doesn't do so well and he's young, he doesn't have that many years, you're going to hold him one more year, you know, because you know he got the chance and he's going to evolve as a student to to go and win the world title on, on the other belt, you know? So, I don't know, man. It's like, it depends. Like, knowledge, it's always good to have the knowledge. But again, you can't expect someone that's like Master 3 to have a huge knowledge and be a perfect jiu-jitsu and like no more jiu-jitsu than a bunch of other people, you know, if he's just doing that for fun. You know, it's not like his everyday job or thing like that. He's not going to teach jiu-jitsu. But I think a good balance, it is what it is. You know, it's like sometimes competitors focus on the knowledge more than the titles. And... At some point, and there's people that learn a lot more, you know, man. There's people out there that have an amazing jiu-jitsu, but they never compete really well. So you can't, can't, you can't really know, like, how much, you know, knowledge and titles and stuff like that. So it's kind of, it's kind of hard, but I don't think people should focus on the, you know, it's, again, it's, it's, it's so, like, it depends on so much what the person wants and what she's going to get from jiu-jitsu. And, oh, give me one minute, because I think the, for some reason, the camera is going to die, and I need to put it in the charger. Oh my god, and I'm back. Okay, great. I don't know what happens, man. I'm like, I have a hard time with technology now. I'll learn when I go. Get someone assisting me. That's why please go subscribe to the YouTube and the podcast. You know, help us out. Follow on Instagram, share our stories and our podcast so we have more followers and I can have more help, you know like make something out of this podcast um so yeah man it's like i think knowledge it's a big part of it but the competitor always chase knowledge right and he'll chase the knowledge not sometimes not because he wants he doesn't have that on him to be like oh yeah well i'll learn everything but the competitor number that he starts getting a lot of knowledge because sometimes he's gonna fight someone or he gets the black belt and he's like hey this guy did this game. So even if he doesn't like half guard, he's going to have to learn half guard to be able to beat that guy, right? So then it's like he doesn't really have a choice. You know, he still needs to learn because of what he wants. Of course, there's more guys. It's just their style, the way they are. They learn a lot more. You know, it's a nat- I think it's a natural thing for them. Uh, mm, someone asked me, if I um 
degrees, right? Like the stripes. Mm, I got my stripes on the white belt, but then I didn't get on the blue belt, purple belt, brown belt, and um, uh, it's it's kind of weird because um, Lel. And some of the guys at the team, there's different people that do stripes or not. I don't know. Um, competitors, guys, if you see from our team, they don't really get anything. You know, it's expected because I think it's it shows that's something different. And I don't know, commercialized and to make people happy. And, you know, and it's a motivator. You know, it's like, hey, you're, it, it's something that. The guy, again, the, the guy that's the competitor, he motivates himself and he knows he's evolving by competing or beating someone that he didn't beat or anything. The guy in the gym, the everyday guy that comes in, if he doesn't compete, that gives a motivation for him. You know, it's like it's a way of you saying that's like, hey, you evolved, you know, in the past few months and you, you're doing better. You know, I'm watching you and stuff like that. And I think it's good, you know, it keeps people motivated. There's people that need it. I don't know. I never really cared, you know. Um, another thing is that that it, it's a thing that came, came up to my mind is, uh, you know, because judo, for example, if you don't win, um, a world title or something, uh, they will never give you the black belt for no reason, right? You still need to get tested. So one thing, when you're a brown belt, you need to be a referee on tournaments and you have hours to be a referee. So you know the rules and everything. I think that's amazing, right? I think that's really nice because, trust me, I've been a referee, I've been a competitor. You competing helps a lot to be a referee, and being a referee helps a lot once you compete, right? So you understand the rules and things like that. So I think that that's something that's, it, it should be, I think that's one of the few things that should be required for IBJJF. But it's kind of hard because if you're not a competitor, you can't get your belt, right? So it's kind of like, you need to, well, you do for like, for you to get a diploma from IBJJF, you need to have your referee rules, right? But I understand, like, judo, it's, like, a little bit different. It's like, you need to, the, the hours, right? That's amazing. The testing goes, like, they get five, five black belts around your weight class. And you need to, you can only lose, you have to win the majority. I think you, you need to win three other fights. And you can't lose by Epon, right? So it's like doing a test with five black belts, your weight class. You need to win three of the five uh, matches, but you can't be submitted, right? So I think, I don't know, it, it's kind of a different testing, right? Because it's like, it's you going over there and doing your thing. But at the same time, it's kind of hard because, man, if you're freaking, if you're an everyday, everyday Joe that just comes to the gym and don't compete so well, maybe you'll never do well in the test, you know? But I think it's a different little bit of a testing because it has more of a, like a practical side. It's like, hey, you go over there and you tie. So they expect you to go and do that, right? But it would be impossible in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. It's like people cheat and 
not show up and all that shit. Uh, another oh, a friend of mine asked me, and then he was like, "Uh, what did I think about during Corona? Right, like, what did I thought about?" the promotions doing Corona because there's a lot of people now coming back and they're like, you show up to, to your school and you're like, Hey, here's your belt. I don't know, man, because how we see is this where like Corona and the gyms got shut down in March pretty much. So if your school would do twice a year, they do a promotion, right? Like one in December, one in the middle of the year. It's, you know, maybe the person already had it, you know, like it didn't deserve and it was doing better. And maybe they miss for some reason the graduation. I think it depends a lot, but I think it, I don't know. It, it's kind of hard because there sometimes the person was already going to get the belt anyways, you know. So I can understand there's some people that just give the belt so the person keeps training and, you know, some people can see like that. But at the same time, man. You never know what, what the student was doing before and how was it going before the corona and everything, you know. And maybe the, the person was already going to get graduated. So because the, the, they missed the graduation or they couldn't do the graduation. And you got it, you know. And that's another question that someone uh, asked me. It's the... Uh, if they think that it should be like each person should have their own time to get uh, the belt, they shouldn't wait for for graduation like only twice a year, right? Once a year sometimes. I don't know, man. I think I think it's I think twice is more than enough. You know, like you can't expect someone that's like six months they can evolve so much that you know. They're not going to get in. Now they're going to get it. You know, it's like the person didn't get in six months. They'll get another one. You know, it's like it's only six months. It doesn't make a difference. I don't think it's like it improves so much that the person, you know, in the period of six months, it, it improves so much that he deserves the belt. You know, it's kind of kind of it's kind of weird if someone evolves so fast, you know. Uh, Another thing is a, a couple of years ago, this guy gave himself i don't know if you guys remember this he gave himself his brown belt and he had some students and he was like i'm gonna give myself a brown belt and i think that's so that's that's the but but it's funny because you can see i still remember you can see the guy that was doing that the person itself you can see that that's the guy that just wants the belt he's probably like the one of those martial artists you know, that have five different belts and five different martial arts, but he's horrible at everything he does, you know, and it's the guy that lies to himself, you know, so I don't know. Self-graduating, I think it's just bad for the sport, for the person, whatever, you can, you can, you know, it's, uh, you can tie your belt, a black belt, you know, I was like, man, if you really want it, it's like someone can give you your black belt, it doesn't, it doesn't change how much you know of jiu-jitsu and how much your jiu-jitsu is. It's not going to make your jiu-jitsu better because you have a black belt around your waist. It's, I think it's just bad for the sport because the person lies who they are and the quality of the teaching, right? 
So I think that's, for me, that's what's the most important thing. It's like who you give your black belt to, it's the quality of the, the how he is, you know. And so, I don't know, it's like for, for the person, man, if it's for your ego, it's the most stupid thing because it's not going to change anything. But it's kind of weird because at HQ, there's this, there's two cases, right, of guys that I seen in, in person. They're one way when they're brown belts. And once they got the black belt, they kind of change, you know? And <laughs> like one person changed as in not that he thought he knew more jujitsu, but he thought that because he graduated to black belt, he was in the same level and he was like everybody else, you know? And I'll tell you to you guys this. You have to understand that is there's people that have 12, 20 years, nine, even guys that have like six, three years of black belt. Man, it, it's like the army. You understand? It's like that guy been doing things for way ahead of you, you know? So even because you're a black belt, only because you're the same belt that he is, it doesn't mean you're the same thing. It, it, you're not going to have, you can expect to have the same respect and things that people do you know that's like that they do you know or they did like on our teams like this and the other teams is like that you can see the old school the og guys have one level of people respect them and everything so it's like for this guy like he got his black belt, and he was all like yeah whatever now it's like I'm, I'm this and that and i'm like man you're not you know it's like one day i had to talk to him it's like man it's not like that I'm still going to be, you still have to have more respect for me because I'm ahead of you on the black belt. It's like, I've been black belt more time than you do. You know, I put way more hours than you did. And just for the guy to have that ego thing of like thinking just because he got his black belt, he's, you know, he deserves the same respect everybody else. It's like, no, man, of course you have to respect everybody, but still there's, there's black belts and black belts. There's people and people doing what they did for the team or whatever you are, you know, you still have to respect them because they did the foundation for the team, you know, this is one case. The second case is this guy was a brown belt. He's, I tell you this, it's not talking shit, but it's like, I don't know. He's not really good at jiu So he's like, he does like three positions and he's like, uses strength and he's just like, you know, and he thinks he, he stalls like crazy and he thinks he's, when the roles or anything like that's going to mean something, right? And I saw him like when one day he graduated on the weekend. During the week, he was one person. Like, he you talk and he'd be like, oh, okay, he'll roll and he'll be all nice and everything, like normal. And he graduated on the weekend. Next week, he comes to train and we're training and things like that. And then he tries to be like, oh, no, yeah, you see, it's like, oh, this position over here, man, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like, you know, it's like, I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. But you can see he changed, you know. He did the same thing. Like, he got his black belt. He thought he was like, oh, now I know jujitsu more than, as same as you do. I'm not saying that I'm amazing and I know everything in jujitsu. It's impossible. But 
I think I have, I know a decent amount of jujitsu, you know, it's like one of the things that I always worry about my life, it's knowledge and knowing. I was blessed to have Lau and, you know, as my teacher for many, many years and Telis and Terere to be my teachers too, you know, and have a lot of people around me that knew a lot of jujitsu, you know, so I, I, I know, I think above average knowledge of jujitsu and so it's kind of weird, you know, you see one guy being someone one way and like he got his black belt and the next day he's already like, yeah, man, you know, like he thinks he's already like, where you got the knowledge from? Like you tied the belt on your waist and now you know, it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know? So it's, it's kind of weird, man. The graduation, it's a lot of ego, but you can, man. Again, in the end of the day, if you don't know jujitsu, and that's why I think people shouldn't care so much about how the everyday dad or family man that comes to jujitsu when they graduate, you know? Because sometimes they, they, they'll graduate faster than a lot of people, man. Because again, if they learn 20%, 40% of a competitor learns, for them, what they want from jujitsu, man, it's enough. It's never going to be a guy that when he got his black belt, he's going to drop his everyday job and freaking, you know, and um, go to teach jiu-jitsu. So, like, it's a guy that, of course, like, there's some guys that they still, like, come and they try and they're older. But, you know, they maybe they will have a gym. Yeah, that guy, you need to expect a little bit more, you know. So, I think it's really personal how people graduate and I I don't judge what people do, you know. They're like, um, there's this there's this amazing guy that's like he's super good at jiu-jitsu Barbosa, and he's known to give the belt faster than most people. But man, you can't argue with the guy, you know. Guy's a black belt national team in judo, amazing guy at jiu-jitsu, man. He's a beast, you know. What you're gonna say he doesn't know who's a black belt or not? You can't. You know, that's his style, that's what he gives, and that's what he sees, and that's what makes him enough for, like, this guy's a black belt or not, you know? And so I don't don't think there's right or wrong, you know? It can't can't be right or wrong to to rebel graduation, you know? It's what you expect of your student and what you think it's right and what you want the person to know and how much you want them to know. And again, it's more of even how much you think the person needs to know, you know? And because, man, even the older guys, there are some guys that they do way better than the other guys and they do the same thing. And I don't know. They just take jujitsu a little bit more serious, you know? And sometimes you forget, man. The guy's over there and he doesn't have enough time. Maybe it's good for him to keep him humble, you know? Keep him... Um, uh, on, you know, on, on the belt a little bit longer just for him to be like, you know, like, take your time. It's good. The time, it's it's always good, you know, but it's, man, there's, there's people and people, there's different, different graduations. You can't say someone's right or someone's wrong, you know, so what I think is, Uh, and 
do your thing, you know, and don't worry so much about the belt. If you worry, if you worry, that's the whole thing. You should worry about your graduation, right? Like what you want. You shouldn't be greedy to the point that's like, I oh, man, I need to get my belt. Because if you need to get your belt so much, put the hours, you know, put the time, learn, practice, do whatever you can. And, you know, the more you show that you're interested and you want to involve, you have a better chance of getting your belt, you know. And you know if you deserve or not the belt, you know. Sometimes, I tell you this, it's more likely, from my experience, it's more likely that the person that really wants the belt and they complain or they think they deserve the belt and they never got a belt, that person is more likely to not hold their belt or not follow the expectations or, you know, what I'm saying, it's like the quality of the belt compared to the majority like like you know like there's there's enough of like how much the person knows or you know and it's like even for a guy that's older you know that's like man this guy doesn't know shit or like oh he's really bad and things like that but you don't judge but that person that really compares or like compare himself or he's like oh I, I do better than that guy i beat that guy up why i didn't get the belt probably that person it's not gonna have a, a such a good quality He's probably wrong if he deserves or not the belt. You know? Normally, the guy that gets the belt and he's like, fuck, man, I don't think I deserve this belt. You know, oh, man, fuck. Normally, that guy actually deserves the belt, you know? Just for his mindset, too. You know, that's the whole thing. That's what, just like, just his mindset of like, I don't think I deserve this belt. You can see that he expects more than he thinks he needs to, you know? Of himself. And the guy that's full of himself is like, ah, gets mad, you know, switch teams or gyms. And because of a graduation, it's like, man, maybe that's even worse. Because they didn't give you a, a belt in one year, but maybe in five months or like six months or another year, you get it. And you just better jujitsu. And once you change gyms, you're still going to be that guy that's like, why the fuck this guy's a purple belt, you know? And now you're in the new gym and you're going to have to wait another two years, <laughs> you know? So you, instead of two years, now you three years for you to get a belt. And that happens, you know? And because you're going to get your belt when you get your belt, man. If you get too fast, there's something wrong, you know? And not there's something wrong. At least my point of view, I think there's something wrong, you know? Each person, I think, like, year and a half, a year for most competitors, I think it's a year is a good, it's a good amount, you know, and don't compare yourself to anyone, you know, different people, different teachers, even for, and man, there's only one way, you're going to get to the black belt anyways, it, it doesn't matter, not in a hurry. You know, and once you get to black belt, you're going to see that you don't know shit and you need to learn a lot, a lot, you know, so don't rush or don't compare yourself to anyone. You know, it's the only thing I can really say how you're going to get it 
what are you going to do? If you like to drill, if you like to freaking do positions, if you're a competitor or anything like that. If you're a competitor, I tell you this. There's there's no secret for the belts. You just need to put your freaking time on, you know? And I think competitors are harder on themselves more than anybody else. Because they, they don't see the belts. They see the titles because they want to be champions on that. Uh, on You know, on those belts. So... But, man, it, it's, I don't know, it's it, it's weird that people care so much about something that, I can understand they get greedy for the belt, but at the same time, it's, you know, it's like, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't expect you know it's like why why do you want your belt so much you know it's like what because the competitor he wants to win right so he can't rush himself because he's scared of getting a belt and failing the next year the guy that's an everyday guy that comes to the gym it's like why the hell do you worry so much about your belt it's a pure ego in a sport that the only ego that helps it's the ego of you want to beat someone or you want to win. And that makes you want to learn more. That's the only ego that helps in Jiu-Jitsu, you know? Any other ego, it will, you know, the driving or like making them want to be better than someone. It's like, yeah, but then you're going to have to learn more. If you use your ego for that, it's one thing. If you want to have a belt, just have a belt. My friend, register online. Those two brothers, they sell belts online. That's I think that's the most stupid shit ever, you know? But I think that's karma for them. Because uh, if you think about it, Elio Gracio used to deny everybody's like, oh, if you don't get the black belt from me or for someone of my sons, you're not a real black belt. And it's like, what are you talking about? And now his grandsons graduate people on the internet it's like how do you fuck graduate someone man online that blows my mind it's like you've never seen the person roll on their life like that guy there's this famous guy right the one with the glasses that video a bunch of people saw it there's like he graduated he opens he gets his blue belt in the mail and he opens and he's like just receive and there's a diploma with his name <laughs> the blue belt and he's like just receive my blue belt, you know, for the for the for the henner, he can henner, you know, the two brothers. Yeah, man. It's like, what are you talking about? It's like somebody you get a belt from someone that never saw you tie the belt. It's like, how do you get your belt by the mail, man? It's like, what the fuck, dude? That's really fucked up. That's I don't know, man. It, it you can make money out of it. But again, that fool was going to do what? Go to his account job or office job and be like, yeah, man, got myself a blue belt in jiu-jitsu. But it's like people are going to be like, oh, it's like, man, it's like for your ego. But you really know jiu-jitsu can barely do a fucking arm bar. Fuck that. Better not even have a fucking blue belt. It does. It does nothing for you. 
you know, so it's that that's one. Whew, I've even forgot, man, I forgot to freaking write that down. Oh, I'm glad I remember that, you know, about the two guys that fucking sell graduation on fucking online. So weird. Another thing that I think it's weird is uh, Gracie Baja. They don't. I I don't know if they change or not, but I remember Gracie Baja don't let their students roll right if you're not a white belt because they don't want them to injure themselves. I think. But I think it's so weird, man, because you learn so much by getting your ass kicked. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like. It's one of the moments that you learn the most when you're getting killed by people and you're like, fuck, man, I need to get better. That arm bar is not fucking working, man. But I understand because it's like commercialized. Commercial wise, it's like, man, if you roll with someone that has the difference between someone that has like six months as a white belt to three weeks or two weeks of white belt, it's huge, right? It's freaking huge. The guy that has three, four months of jiu-jitsu will kill the guy that has three weeks. And the guy would just get freaking good. You know, the guy will get commercialized. It's really fucking smart because the guy that has three weeks will get killed and he'll leave, you know. So make it makes sense, you know, a little bit. But I don't know. How I see it is when out worlds and and nationals in brazil they didn't have white belts it was only blue belts so for you for you to even win something like that you need to have a blue belt but they change now you know you make more money but i think still it's weird you know i think i think white belt and blue belt are and it's weird because once you're a white belt you don't really rush to get the blue belt you know it's kind of super weird because it's like you always think you don't know anything but once you get the blue belt then you start getting greedy now then you think you're already a purple belt because then you go and you have one position but, you know on a purple belt then you think you're like yeah man i'm doing so well i think i'm a purple belt and i'm beating up the purple belts no you're not you just got lucky it's just jiu-jitsu you know what happens but i don't know if you guys have any questions let me read my little book over here let me see what else i wrote or some stories you know and Hmm. What? No, man. I think I'm. Oh, I think it's gonna be a short one. See, this is why I need someone. Next time I don't have anyone, I'm gonna ask you guys to see if someone wants to come and sit with me and talk about it. You know, it'll help. You know, even if you're not gonna say anything super important, it will still help to have someone to talk to and the person gives their opinion. You know, see what they think. Yeah, yeah, man. I think it's pretty much it. You know, another thing that I wrote down is people that when they when they move. Um, what is it? What do you think pens will be like this year? Oh shit! Okay, uh, yeah, nothing to do with graduation, but it, like, what what I think pens is gonna be this year? Man, I don't know. I think IBJJF made it wrong. 
I think the the date the Panams is going to be. Then if next year everything comes back to normal, then we have Panams again in March. Or for the rest of the existence of IBJJF, we're going to have to change the dates of Panams. You know, I think the mistake that they did is they should have done World's No Gi. World's No Gi is always in the end of the year. So what's the difference, you know? I don't know. I think it's going to be weird, man, because there's a lot of people that don't care about the corona. And there's a lot of people that freaking care. So I think it's up to them. Again, it's like graduation. You know, it's like there's people that care about their belt and there's people that never cared. I never cared. I was always whatever. You know, and even nowadays it's just like whatever man i know what i know and it's not i'm not gonna go anywhere anyways <laughs> so it is what it is you're stuck that's why i think knowledge is always more important than the bell collar because once you get your black belt what are you gonna do you know man there's there's nowhere you're gonna go it's a road that's weird because it's like there's ways that you can go and there's a limited time and people rush and it doesn't prove anything you got your black belt in three years so what then you do what you're a black belt again kid they not talking shit the guy has amazing jitsu but he's like oh i got my black belt in four years never won worlds there's people that probably took eight years to fucking get their black belt and they were world champions so what's the purpose of it, you know? So it's an ego, pure ego. I don't think it make you a better fighter or, or a better jiu-jitsu practitioner. Ugh, that was, it sounded ugly. Um, I don't know, an hour and 13. Yeah, normally when I'm by myself, it's going to be a little bit shorter. Um, I want to think, uh, unfortunately, Nick couldn't be here. From Just Roll, BJJTs. Uh, check them out if you want a t-shirt. Uh, thank you. If you want CBD products, Red Bowie, go to the True Talk BJJ. There's the link over there on it. Uh, I made a post. Uh, if you use True Talk BJJ, one word, you got free shipping. Uh, thank you, Shoyo Row, Bear. AJ, Marcus, everybody, Tash, everybody from over there. I love you guys. You always guys always hook me up with stuff. Um uh guys from Ruka, Austin, Pat Tenori. All those guys, you know, they they hook me up with a lot of stuff too. Thank you so much. Um man, I don't know. Okay, question. Hold on, hold on. We're almost done. I'm in a tough situation which my new gym can and as a brown, as a brown, because I had to move to Japan. What? I'm confused. I'm in a tough situation with my new gym. Came in as a brown, because I had to move to Japan. So what tough situation? Because you moved, man. It is what it is. You had to move. It has nothing to do with your, you know? Again, you're in a tough situation because you don't want your black belt. You don't want your 
do you think it's a tough situation because you you got your brown belt and you don't think you deserve it or people think more of you? Uh, um, then the guy writes me just a comment. Okay, fee. I'll let you go. Okay. Thank you for the comment. Nah, man. Yeah, don't. Again, the guys, don't 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 worry about it. You know. But on the end of the day, just try to be the best you can in knowledge and learn jujitsu and have your day. You know. Um. But don't worry about the time. You know. Don't worry about it. Just do your thing. Get your belt. You know, learn, listen to everybody, you know. Uh, man, until today, like the new school kids, you know, they're, man, there's purple belts out there and there's blue belts and even more brown belts that, you know, they know new stuff and they learn. And then it's just that the, the brown belt and the, the black belt and the experience that you get is just going to help you know how to train, right? Like if I knew, if I try to learn new things, I did. I tried to see the position where I'm trying to do something that's gonna improve to my game. You know, like seeing beating bolo lapel and those stuff. I still see it, and guys do it, and you learn how to. Oh, okay, how they do and what they do. You know, but I try to improve to my game. You know, the new game. So because again, it's like I don't have a belt to go. You know, and that right now is just a time running and stripes coming because I'm getting old. So, get yourself some knowledge. Always have your ego. It's always good, again, it's always good to have your ego to achieve something. And it's an achievement to get your belt and everything else. But, um, man, don't worry about it. You get your belt. Don't compare yourself to anyone. Okay? And... When, once you deserve it, you're going to get your belt. And if your teacher is giving you the belt, don't argue with him. Don't think you know better than him. That's why he's your teacher and not you, his teacher. So I think he knows more than you do. Okay. Uh, thank you very much, everybody, uh, to listening. It's a short one today. Uh, thank everybody that went to the live. Thank you, BJJT, Nick. Hopefully he'll be here next week where I try to bring someone. Uh, thank you, Red Bowie. To talk BJJ, one word for free, um, free shipping. Uh, thank you, Shoya Row, for everything. You know, uh, thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoy it. You know, see you next week. I'll see which, what's gonna be the subject that we're gonna talk about. You know, maybe we have someone a guest or someone like that. Okay, thank you very much. See you guys.